Hey guys, welcome to One Place Podcast. We're a family who believes it's time to take the gospel literally and enter into the fullness of what it means to be a son and a daughter of a loving father. We're so excited for you to join us on this journey, and I hope this message awakens seeds of hope inside of you. We have an opportunity tonight and in our lives to live as excited to be in the presence of God as he was to put us there. Right, and I'm going to say that one more time because it's a lot of different words. But we, we have an opportunity to live as excited to be in the presence of God as he was to put us there. Right, and it's going to be a really, really good night. God, we just seal this in the name of Jesus. We just, claim, we just proclaim we're so excited to be in your presence tonight, Jesus. We're happy, we're ecstatic, and we just share in that ecstatic joy that you have, Jesus. We're so excited and we love you. Just let it be, God, tonight. Just let it be.
So change the atmosphere, God. Change the atmosphere, corner. And change the atmosphere that I am standing on. And anything unholy, and anything unlovely, and every enemy will bend its knee anew. Yes. So change the atmosphere, God. And change the atmosphere, yes. And change the atmosphere that I am standing
Change the atmosphere Change the atmosphere That I am standing on And anything unholy Anything unholy Jesus, Jesus, thank you, God. We look at you, Jesus. You're the one thing that we want. You're our sole prize. of me. That is the deepest desire in my heart, is that you would literally possess, and I'd be your special possession, that you'd have all of me, Jesus, that there wouldn't be 99%, 99.9%, but Jesus, I thank you that you have all of me. Thank you, God. End of story. Just stay here for one minute. Just quiet your heart before him. Look at him. And if you feel it in your heart, tell him you can have all of me. Invite him to completely transform your life tonight. Invite him to mold you. Invite the potter in. knows what's going on in your heart. He knows you perfectly. He knows exactly what he what he's planned for you. 
I feel like this is for some people that there might be some people in the room that have mistaken what it means to submit to God and love God and they've actually I feel like the Lord wants to wants to reveal that like in submitting to him in is loving him in loving him is submitting to him and that it's our great privilege to come completely under God and give him 100% of us cuz he's so worthy and that's like all we desire like he put the Holy Spirit in you and he literally, now your sole desire is to give yourself to the king. And what's so beautiful is his character is so loving, so selfless, so giving that as you submit to him, he, you meet a face that's full of love. He's not a taskmaster. He's not, he is not your slave master. He's literally freed you. And now your sole desire, it is such a pleasure to submit to him and give everything. That's what you were created to do. It's easy for you now. We love you, God. All condemnation is not from you. You never use condemnation. You never use shame to get us closer to you. You always woo us with kindness, with love, with your character. So thank you, God, that every inch, every little tiny bit of condemnation gets to be gone tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. You can find a seat. We're going to be going back into worship soon. I think this is going to be a short message. Praise the Lord. But <clears throat> thank you, Lord. Come, there's plenty of seats around here. What's up, Ben? <laughs> oh. Hi there. I just want to I just want to thank you for coming. And like if you're looking for family and community, like I want to get to know you. And I'd love to get to know you. So, that being said, if you need a friend, I want I want to be your friend. I would love that. Um wow, I am so excited. We I I really there's we're kind of going this direction with one place where fit the next few weeks, and we'll see how long this goes, depending on where the Lord leads. But we're really going to talk about the Holy Spirit a little bit, and what He does, and who He is, um, and just kind of center on who, who He is. And, and we're going to spend a lot of time just with the Holy Spirit, whether that's with a, in a group, for the next couple of weeks, in a group, or one-on-one, and really, like, it's kind of a meet and greet. So I'm just going to, like, as far as as far as I understand, and I, I just want to introduce the Holy Spirit. I know all, all of us have him living on the inside if you're saved. But like to really understand who he is is so vital. And like to know who he is so that we can actually allow him to do work in our hearts. Because he is so much better, bigger, greater than we could ever imagine. Like there's so, there's so much of him that we don't 
No. Like, he's God. He's infinite. That's an absolutely incredible thing to think about. Oh, my gosh. But I want to, tonight, we're going to be maybe, I guess you could call it a series. Cool. Praise the Lord. I don't know. But I want to introduce Holy Spirit that makes you righteous and the Holy Spirit that perfects you. So you can flip to uh, Hebrews 10. I'm not going to go there right away, but Hebrews 10 is where I'm going to be reading out of. It's a good chapter. Where's my pen? I lost my pen. Um, no, I'm good. I don't need a pen. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, you're so welcome in this place. We just give you room in our hearts. Our soul desires you, Jesus. And everything that keeps us from fully, freely entering into your presence all the time, get out right now in Jesus' name. Like, literally, God, you can have all of me. And every single lie that I believe that keeps me from your presence, that makes me think that something else is worth going to, get out. Like, you're, you're going to get exposed tonight, and you're going to get completely demolished. And that lie literally is going to go to hell. And I literally, I, Father, thank you that you are going to form me more than, you, than, than I've ever been formed into your image tonight. And Jesus, thank you that you are going to show me what your blood did in a greater way, God. Thank you, Lord. So, again, it just all comes back to the gospel. This is so good. Um, I'm just going to quick talk about something. Oh, here's my pen. It was in Hebrews 10. Um, <laughs> so, I want to quick talk about something. It's going to be something. And uh, so, what does the Holy Spirit do? He perfects me. I'm literally perfect before the Father right now. Does that sound blasphemy? Is that blasphemy? No? Okay, good. It's biblical. So if you said it was blasphemy, read Hebrews 10. (laughs) But literally, he has made me perfect right before the Father. He's made me righteous. That literally means right standing. It means that I have the right to come before him face to face. Where in the Old Testament, nobody had that right until they were perfect and they had all their sins completely covered by killing a bunch of animals and, and lathering the blood over, over just everything, I guess. It was a bloody mess, literally. But literally, the blood of Jesus made me perfect. Wow. He made every, if you're saved tonight, you are perfect before the Father. Like, it, this is wild. And you're and you're gonna you're gonna be like Michael, I'm not perfect. Trust me, you don't know my life. And I'm gonna say, well, read Hebrews 10. And wow, this is so good. How is this possible? I just want to talk about. So in the beginning, Adam was perfect, perfectly unified with 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 God. And he said that the day that you eat the tree is the day you'll surely die. Then Adam and Eve, they eat the tree, they eat the fruit of the tree, boom, they eat the tree. They did not eat the tree. That's difficult. I've never eaten a tree. Um, they did not eat the tree. They eat the fruit of the tree. 
And when they ate the fruit of the, the tree, did they die that day physically? No. Their spirit literally died on the inside. And it was rotten to the core. And when they, their relationship and their DNA as related to God was cut off completely. They were no longer sons and daughters of God. They were sons and daughter of literally the evil one. That's what it says, that we're fathered. And then we're born into Adam. That means that you were literally born into the line of Satan, into the image of Satan. That's, that's not good news. So your spirit is dead. So you can, you can search the scripture for yourself, but the way that I've come to understand it is that we have a spirit, soul, and body. So basically our spirit is, like, is our identity, the core of our being. It's the spiritual part of us because who knows that we're not just physical animals. We're not just like, we're not literally just animals walking around the planet. We literally have, we have a spirit that, that, that connects us to God, that makes us actually kind of a hybrid animal. Um, and we have a soul, kind of our, I guess, I, again, please keep, like, search the scriptures for yourself. But it's like, the way that I've come to see it is that it's your mind, will, and emotions. It's your actions. It's, your, it's, it's like your thoughts. And then your body. This is my body. So you have those three things. Your, his spirit died. His body didn't, right? You following me? So before Jesus, you were dead. Literally. Your spirit was very dead. Mine, dead. <laughs> Completely dead. I was so dead. <laughs> and what Jesus did is what he did is he perfected my spirit. So when, when he died on the cross, he perfected my spirit. He put his Holy Spirit inside of me, and he made me perfect and righteous before the Father. I didn't deserve that. I just said yes to it. He literally, it's like a proposal. He just said, Michael, you want my Holy Spirit? And I was like, yes, please. And I received that in there, and I became perfect. I'm going to read this scripture in a second, because this is we're going to dive into this, and it's going to be really good. But we really need to get this, because if we don't get this, we'll never go to God. We'll never have confidence before God. We will literally always shrink back, and we'll never come before our Father, and we'll never look like him. We're going to be a Christian who enters into the kingdom and says, okay, I made it. Okay, this is good. And there's literally this entire kingdom right before us. And we're so content with just sitting right at the doorway of it. And we don't understand that, like, to enter into the kingdom, we actually have the freedom now to, like, go explore it and go explore the heart of God and know him deeper. I don't want to sit at that doorway. I actually want to come into him. I want to know Jesus. I want to look like him because, honestly, at the end of the day, that's what it's about, guys. We're on this earth to look like him and manifest him and to, like, literally be Jesus in the flesh now. We're the body of Christ. He said it was better that he leaves so he can put his Holy Spirit inside of you. Oh my gosh. It literally says in the Bible that we're going to do the same works and even greater than he. What? I haven't seen greater. I didn't raise anyone from the dead. But oh my gosh, there's things that, were, that are accessible when we actually understand what he did. Okay, I need to, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I haven't gone very far. Dang it. Okay, I'm going to start reading the Bible. Okay, Hebrews 10, starting at verse 10. And by that, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. 
And every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sin. But when Christ has offered for all time a single sacrifice of sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Wow. Let me pause right there. Why don't we just let that sink in for a second? He did a really good job in what he did. He actually perfected my spirit. Now, does that mean that right when you get saved, you literally are perfect and you're walking around perfect? Now, there's like a reality like he does perfect you, but if you do sin, it doesn't mean that you're stepping out of salvation. It means that you actually need your soul needs to come into alignment with what he actually did in your spirit. Okay, praise the Lord. And the Holy Spirit who bears witness to us for saying this is the covenant that I will make with them. After those days, declares the Lord, I will put my law on their hearts and write them on their minds. And then he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Oh my gosh. What the heck? Is that in the Bible? Did did I make that up? No. (laughs) Read Hebrews 10. This is crazy. This is like, what the heck? God doesn't remember my sin? No. I mean, if I take the Bible literally, I hope you do. It literally says that right there. Oh my gosh. Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering of sin. Okay. And here it comes. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence... Can you guys say confidence? I'm going to try this. I've never done this before. Ready? Confidence. Okay. There we go. Wow, that was awesome. That was good. I've never done that. To enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh. And since we have a great priest over the the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our blood and our bodies washed with pure water. Boom. Why do you have confidence to enter into the throne room? To enter into the presence of God? Why do you have confidence? Because he literally cleansed you on the inside and he put himself in you. He made himself one with you again. This is crazy, guys, because if we don't understand the basic of of, of the the fact that, man, like, this is everything that keeps us from his presence. Is thinking, is us disqualifying ourselves and thinking, I'm not worthy to actually enter in. He He doesn't want me. Like, this is crazy, guys. Once we get this, we will literally come into his presence. So our spirit has been completely perfect. It's completely perfect. So that we can actually come into his presence. Now, if I stopped right there, it's like, oh, what about sin? Like you have a, it sounds like I'm almost like giving you permission to sin. Wrong. If you, I could keep going here and I probably will. Okay, I'm going to wait. I'm going to let you read the the rest of chapter 10. Please do that. But, there's this reality that we, yeah, we can't actually come into his presence and not leave looking like him. You don't leave his presence, by the way. But I just said it for, the, for, the, for basically, yeah. 
when we come into his presence, we will look like him and we will, we will manifest him. Turn to 2 Corinthians 3. Thank you, Jesus. This is a really, this is my favorite passage. Okay. I'm going to drink some water. Three. Verse 16, we'll start. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of God, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the spirit. This is incredible, guys. Okay, let me walk you through this now. Boom. You get saved. Jesus perfects your spirit, makes you clean, gives you complete access to God. Once you see that, and once you see the beautiful invitation to come into his presence, you come closer to him into union. You look at him, you behold his glory, and what happens? You become transformed into his image. This is good news. Now, I want to look like him. This is it, guys. Literally. Oh, Jesus, thank you. At the end of the day, guys, we're supposed to look like Jesus. And we're, he made us for communion with him. I just want to make this clear that, like, we don't have permission to sin because of the good news. It's so good, it almost sounds like we have permission to sin. But if we really look at it, it's literally impossible. Because, like, it talks about... Um, Jesus talks about like a good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit. Jesus made you, when he, when he put the Holy Spirit inside of you, he made you a good tree that will produce good fruit. Does that make sense? You guys following me? Jesus, where are you leading with this? Hmm. Guys, I want to like, I, I say something that like, what keeps us from his presence is shame and condemnation. And I really believe just simply saying, the Holy Spirit wants to remove that tonight. If you feel shame and condemnation, that's keeping you from him. He wants to wipe that away and destroy that and remove that. He already removed sin, the thing that kept you from his presence. And for some reason, we actually try to keep it back. We pull it back because we're like, wait, no, I'm not worthy to actually come into your presence. That is a lie and a scheme from the enemy. Tonight, he wants to completely destroy that in your life. And the things that you're wrestling with, they're actually going to get like, completely destroyed when you come into the presence of God. This is really good news. Jesus, we love you. God. <sighs> If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He literally wants to wipe you completely clean. He already did. He wiped your spirit clean. He's literally out to see that, to see the Holy Spirit come into your soul and your body. And that's not your job. That's his job. But when you come into his presence, you're like saying to the, to the potter, like, come and mold me. And man, I want that, guys. Like, at the end of the day, we were created for him. We were created to look like him. And this world is literally waiting for us, the sons of God, 
to look like him and to wake up to the reality of what we were created for. Like, if we get this, that the world changes. He created you to look like him. This is really good, and it's so, it's so simple. It just simply starts with understanding the beautiful gift he did for you. He perfected you. He did the work. And when you come into his presence, literally sin will fall off. And it'll be so, like, this is what I'm believing for tonight. The Lord, I, I felt like the Lord showed, showed me this, that, like, Michael, the way that you look at, the way that you attribute, like, Hitler's actions to yourself is the way that basically I attribute your former sins to you. Like, they have nothing to do with each other. They're like, what, what does that have to do with Michael? What does his addiction to pornography have to do with him? What is his shame and, like, what is his identity issues? What is his, what is his addictions? What does his insecurities have to do with him? I've removed those from him. Why is he, why, like, that's his logic in his head. He's removed sin from us. And for some reason, we're disqualifying ourselves to come into his presence because of those sins. I have to, ah, can't come before him. I'm a sinner. No, he transformed you. I, I'm going to steal this analogy from one of the teachers at my church. But he was talking about this process. And if I wanted to become a Danny, like a Christian. Oh, I do want to become a Christian. I am a Christian. <laughs> this is Danny Christian. If I wanted to be a part of his family and like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start dressing like Danny. I'm going to get his haircut. I'm going to start hanging out with him. I'm going to go to all his family reunions. And I do all that for like a year, let's say. That's creepy. But that's a long time. I'm committed to be a Christian, okay? And then I go to a DNA, to get a DNA test, and they check it. And they're going, no, you're still Michael Herringshaw. You're still Herringshaw. You're not a Christian, but I am a Christian. <laughs> but literally, like, this transformation is, on your, is, 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 a D, is at a DNA level. We have to understand that. Like, he literally transforms your spirit. If you're saved, the biggest desire in your heart is for God, actually. I don't care, like, what, what's manifesting right now. That's going to come if you give him room and if you understand this, that he actually perfected you. And tonight, we are going to just basically open up the floor. If you feel like you've had trouble coming before the Father and coming, like if you haven't really experienced the presence of God, you're going to do that. You're going to experience the presence of God tonight. Like it's super simple. We just come before him and there's nothing special about coming forward, but it's literally something in your heart where you partner with faith and you partner with God and you say, I'm going to come forward and I'm going to give room for the Holy Spirit to move in my heart. And when you do that, there's like a literally an open space for him to move because of your faith, for, and he's going to transform your life. It's, it's really simple, guys. This is really simple. He wants to meet you tonight. And when you meet him, you'll become like him. That's what the Holy Spirit did. He perfected you. Gosh, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but this is so good. He perfected you. That's crazy. He perfected me so that I could come before him. I was made for him. It's that simple. <sighs> Thank you, God. Because I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to say one more thing. Because here it is, guys. Like, 
His love and forgiveness are completely universal. I'm not a universalist at all, but they are universal. And it's people's faith that actually actualizes that in your life. It literally, this blew my mind, but it literally says in 1 John 2 2, this is wild. He's the propitiation for our sins, not only for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. He literally, he's like, this invitation is so free. He did the work. If we say yes, he'll meet us right there. Like, he wants to meet every single one of you tonight in power. I don't care if my message, like, even hit your ears and made sense logically. Like, it literally is not about talk. It's about power. Like, he wants to meet you and transform you. That's it. He wants to know you tonight. He wants, like, literally every single one of us to take a step closer. Tony, can we just get some keys going or something or whatever you got planned? We're going to go into worship. We're going to literally open up the floor. But I just want to invite you guys to just come right before him and sit there. If, if you feel something in your heart like, man, I want this. I want Jesus fully. I want to come before him. I want to know what he did. I, wanna, I, want, I, want, I literally want to know him. Like he's going to meet you. I'm really confident of that. Wow. I feel like I didn't get to say everything I wanted to say, but Jesus, you're going to do everything you want to do tonight. God, you're so welcome here. If you guys want to, if you're in the front row, if you want to pick up a few chairs and just like literally move them back there for now, we're just going to have a little open space here because God wants to do some stuff. And I know you could say yes in your seat and you can meet God right there, but I really feel like there's an invitation. If you, if you want to say yes, sometimes it's good to put some feet to it. And it actually like actualizes our faith so that we can be like, yes, and I'm actually not, I'm not, I'm not gonna be complacent and sit here. I'm gonna move my feet. And God is gonna meet you. So we're just gonna allow the Holy Spirit to minister tonight. And if you feel like you're supposed to pray for someone, that's awesome. But Jesus wants to tell you what he did and who he is. And he wants to meet you. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. We just recognize you, God. We honor you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you created me so beautifully and that I need to look like you. That's my biggest desire is to look like God, the one who created me. So we're just going to go into some worship. And if you feel like you just want to connect with the Lord and want to say yes to this, if you want to just be like, Lord, I want to meet you. I want to have confidence to come before you. Just step out in faith and come to the front. It's not going to be weird. There's going to be a lot of us up here. I'm going to be up here for Pete's sakes because I want to know him more. I was made for him. This is good. And he's going to do such a good work in my life. And I just, if you want to do that with me, that's awesome. But... We love you, Jesus. We're so excited for what you want to do.
perspectives right now and he's changing appetites in the room if you feel like a lack of hunger he actually wants to take care of that like it's not your job to actually choose him when you're really hungry for him there's an actually an appetite that grows as you take steps towards him and he wants to actually grow that in you he wants to grow a hunger for his presence inside of you. He wants to grow a hunger for the word inside of you. So Holy Spirit, you're so welcome here. Grow hunger in this place. Stir hunger in our hearts, God. We just set aside passivity that would keep us away from your presence that says, I'm not that hungry for you. I'll come, when, I'll come back when I'm hungry, when I feel hungry. But Jesus, we actually set that aside. We fix our eyes on the thing that we were made for. You, Jesus. We so choose into your heart right now. If you almost felt embarrassed to come to the front, like I feel like there's an invitation for you just to step forward and be like, I want, I want to hunger after you. Even if it's a desire to be hungry, 
Like even if you're not hungry right now, but you're, you're like, I wish I was hungry for Jesus. I wish I wanted him like, so, like those people. Like there's an, act, there's an invitation for you to step forward. Even if that's not you, you can come forward. But I really feel like Jesus wants to do something in our hearts tonight where he's the one that actually makes us hungry for him. Thank you, Jesus. You're so welcome here, God. You're the everything that we want, God. You're everything that I want, Jesus. I didn't need to relax and get away. I, I needed you, Jesus. I didn't need to veg out. I needed you, Jesus. I didn't need to watch Netflix. I needed you, Jesus. I love you, God. You're so satisfying, Jesus. You fulfill every part of me, God. And I will be your 
turn it all around. Yes, you do. This is what you do. And this is what you do. And this is what you do. And this is what you do. You turn it all around. You turn it all around. You turn it all Perfect in all 
Let me down, no. 
myself anymore. Sing, I'd rather be drunk. Come on now. Than anything else in life. And I will not idolize myself anymore, anymore. No, no. I'd rather be drunk on you than anything else in life. And I will not idolize myself anymore. Cause you are good. myself anymore no 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 i'd rather be drunk on you than anything else in life and i will not idolize myself anymore i'd rather be i'd rather be drunk on you than anything else in life and i will not idolize myself anymore anymore yeah. i'd rather be drunk on Oh, 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 yeah. And oh, 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 I got love. 
joy, peace, and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. put himself inside of us and it is going to completely 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 go throughout my entire being like he planted himself his Holy Spirit inside of you he planted his righteousness he planted his presence and one way or another either you get to heaven and it fully gets actualized or we get to taste a little bit of it on earth it's gonna happen. I don't know about you guys, but I wanna taste it on this side of eternity. I actually wanna taste what it's like to be in his presence all the time this side of eternity. That's my deepest desires that I would get to, I would have the privilege to step into that now so that I can see other people step into that. Because it would almost, it would be a complete mistake and it would be selfish to just let it come in me and then shut up about it and then go get to heaven. Like, I don't want that. I actually want, and it's not like an obligation, but I get, there's an invitation tonight for you to say, Lord, the Holy Spirit that you planted inside of me, the righteousness that you planted inside of me, I give you permission for that to completely go through my entire body until I'm, I'm full. And, and every part of my life is under you. Every part of my life is unified with you. That's my deepest desire. God, you can have me. That is love. That's love. Jesus, thank you for your Holy Spirit that you put inside of me. 
Thank you that you're redeeming every inch of my life. And I just say yes to that. I say yes to your Holy Spirit, to the Holy Spirit having its way in me. Make me more like you, Jesus. I'm all yours. Thank you for pursuing me. Thank you for loving me, even when I was unlovable. Thank you for calling me perfect so I can come right before you right now. Thank you for perfecting me. There's nothing wrong on the inside of me. You actually perfected me. And now you're taking ground in my heart, in my soul, in my body to make me completely redeemed back to you. That is so good. Jesus, God, I'm so in love with you. Thank you for what you're doing tonight. This is only the beginning, Jesus, that lives tonight, whether they know it or not, are never gonna be the same. Appetites are gonna change in Jesus' name. Addictions are literally gonna roll off like water off a duck's back. In your presence, Jesus, there's nothing that can stay that's not you. God, we love you, Jesus. Father, thank you that you're healing bodies right now. You love to do it all. Sing more, or should we sing? Dude, there's like so much more. <laughs> yeah, there is. Some of you are about to get wrecked. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. Like, we thought we were done. Like, some of you are. That's great. Some of you are about to get wrecked because this is what you've been waiting for your actual, like, entire life. Like, you've tasted moments. Like in your bedroom where you like thought God was good. You're like, wow, that's wild. And there's no condemnation for where you've been. And the only reason that maybe you, I feel like some of you have looked at other people and maybe even like heard about this one place thing and you're like, man, they're like the wax. They're like the wackos, man. They're like strange. And they're like out there and they think they're out there. But dude, like we have so in 
Christ. And I remembered all the times he actually had spoken to me. And sometimes we get in this swirl where we think, man, we just don't know. But there's history with the Lord, man. And you were in a womb at one point. You know that? You were in a womb, man. Like God knit you together. There's some relationship that happened there. It's pretty sick. It's pretty sweet. He knit you together, man. There was an age that you were at where all you knew was just getting held by your mama. You were one years old, man, and you didn't know anything better. You were communing with God then. Come on, don't turn. Don't tell me you weren't. That's called peace. That's what peace is. And we're going to step back into some actual childlikeness. So if you don't know this song, it's called Mercy. If you got to go, like, bless you. The Lord's going to rock you on your way out. And if you're here to stay, let's just let this song, like, wash over us. It has nothing to do about the song, everything about Jesus, man. Because it's what he did, and it's real. You're uncertain of the ones you choose. 
drunkenness right there. I mean, for real, like, think about that. Think about that. You'd be nuts. You'd be out of your space. You'd be out of your element. People would be like, you are nuts. You'd be in love with Jesus. Let's be so heavenly-minded that we're earthly freaking amazing. Sing that again. Come on. I'd rather be drunk on you than anything else in life. And I will not idolize myself anymore, anymore. I'd rather be drunk on you than anything else in life. And I will not idolize myself anymore, anymore, no. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for what you've done tonight. We thank you for this. God, we thank you for this place. We thank you for one place. We thank you for this, this place you've opened up for us to come and encounter you to come and hear about the truth, to come and pour our hearts out to you and to watch what you'll do with a heart poured out to you. God, I'm thanking you for the drunkenness that Northwestern's about to experience, the laid-down lovers that are about to walk out of this room consumed with the idea that God doesn't remember their sins, so they're not sinners in his book. They're drunken lovers. It's actually a reality. God, we thank you for it. We take it in faith easily like kids. And we say, God, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for coming to One Place. Go pray for somebody. Love on them. Hug them. Talk to them. I don't know. Do something. Love you. Thanks for listening to One Place Podcast. If you want to get connected with us, hit the link in the description below to follow us on Instagram and stay updated on any new info you need to know.